<sighs> okay. Are we good now? I think okay. yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. Oh. Guys, welcome back. Season two, episode two. We've today we've got Casey on the show. Hello. E Davis. <laughs> I'm very nervous. It's good. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> and um to kick us off then, get rid of the nerves. Yeah. You know the deal already. Yeah. Your choice, shot first or pickle juice first. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, pickle juice first in case it's awful. Wow. Yeah. No faith in me. No faith, man. Well, I like it the <laughs> other way around because then I can get the aftertaste. But There's also whole pickle in there now because um, okay. I don't know. You can have that. But. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. I just copied you in anyways. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's automatic. Okay, it's not that bad. I told you it was good. It's actually pretty good. It's good, right? And I love pickles. Yeah, so if, I've been trying to tell people. They're not listening. No. It's fucking good. I mean, it's got a bit of like... Oh, yeah, it's got that Tabasco kick <laughs> right there. I've got a recipe. I've been trying to like get it just right. Oh, my gosh. That's warming me up. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. The alcohol hits different. After okay. that shot, I don't know why. <laughs> but people get a little bit silly. <laughs> okay. You know, that's, that's why we do it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Where should we begin? Let's, um, let's start. Um, get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm more anxious about, like, the stigma around it, to be honest. Really? Yeah, and, like, the judgment. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> Anyone has any judgment over anything we have to say here on any of the episodes, you can go fuck yourself. And stop watching. Yeah, stop watching. <laughs> like, okay, we have interesting conversations with interesting people. We can all still be friends. That's all that matters. I don't care yeah. about what you've been through, what you've done. As long as you don't touch kids, we're good. <laughs> that's my one thing. Well, there's probably more about it. <laughs> that's my biggest thing. Don't like, people, yeah. Um, uh, no, but there could be a reason. Yeah, you know, let's be open-minded here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there could be a reason. Um, maybe they did something to, like, your family. I don't know. But yes. maybe it's maybe it's worth it. But the kids thing, never worth it. Don't fucking, don't do that shit. All right, so, I met Casey. Well, should we use that? Should, do you want a different name? Uh, no, let's just do it. Just right. cut it. All right. Straight to the core. Okay. That's why we're okay. here. I met Casey. Years ago, through mutual friends, um, you were you were stripping at the time. Yes, full time. Yeah, full time. Uh, well, at the start, no, I was still doing my other job um, for a bit, and then I had like a narcissistic like boyfriend at the time. I was also stripping, who talked me into doing full time stripping. Which oh, really? Was the worst idea of my fucking life. <laughs> but that's coming up. Oh, I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah remember this guy? I do remember this mm, guy. This yeah. open relationship where he could do whatever the fuck he wanted. But if yeah. I did, fucking world ended and I'm the worst person ever. Yeah, it's it's not open at all. No, it's not open at all. No. It's, just no. The, it's open on his end. Yeah, he's his allowed opened. He can just cheat, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. It's, I got a whole, car, whole pass. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I remember I did it, A, for money, but also, like... I also wanted to see if it could make him jealous. Yeah, so you got really into it. I got like, really fucking into it. I became yeah. a showgirl and everything. And I was like, look at me. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. I was like, and it like it brought that confidence too as well. Like I got yeah. super confident and into my stage name and like I had a full Instagram for it too and whatever. Um, so then I went full time into it mm. to be like, fucking look at me. I'm better than you. And I was earning a lot more than him and that really grinded his gears. I bet it did. I oh. bet it did because I know those oh. boy strippers out there. Sorry, males, whatever. <laughs> No, they're some of the boys. boys. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's be honest. I think, look, Jackson Steele, he's a fucking lad. All right, go listen to him, follow that man. But I haven't met a good one besides him yet. So, unless Jackson wants to introduce me, then I'll change my <laughs> mind. But I've met a still, few. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't know. I think this, they, they usually have the same sort of shit going on where they just think, like, that the shit don't stink. 100%. And, and but, there's something going on. Like, we're going to go into this, but there's oh, yeah. always something going on. I think the industry in as a whole industry. sort of brings this different headspace where... 100%. Because you're always around people that are lusting over you. Yeah. Then you just... Th- you're like, I would say in layman's terms, like your head sort of like grows bigger, but... 100%. It's... Yeah, it's like when you're around a bunch of yes men all the time and they're just telling you, yes, 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 that's great idea, good idea, good idea, good idea... Like, eventually you just think you got no bad ideas. Yeah. And it's I feel like it's the same sort of shit in the industry. It is, yeah. And you get lost in it. You get mm. so lost in it until you get a wake-up call. And mm-hmm. then you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. What am I doing in here? Yeah, time to... I don't belong in here. Yeah, right. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> I, there's so much glitz and glamour with it as well. Oh, yeah. And then no one really gets to see the dark side of it, I find. No, no, no one sees it. No. Nah. No, nah, because you, like, you've got a mask yourself. Yeah. You like you well, you are being compl- someone completely different. Like I had so many fake names, and every <laughs> single client was different. And I had to remember which fake name I gave. You're like, oh, well, my real name is Cindy. <laughs> yeah. Well, for a while there, I was Kate, a French model. I was making so much money off of this one dude and he thought he was so special because he knew my real name and he yes. was telling all the other strippers my real name and, and they're yeah. all like fucking lol yeah exactly they knew my real name they, he's being hustled <laughs> all you boys getting hustled out oh hustling's great but they're asking for it those they're, men oh. that go in there asking to be hustled oh 100 percent. and yeah. the ones that want to save you yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, honey, I'm gonna like really trust the person that's come in here to see naked mm-hmm. women to save me. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sure you say this line to everyone else. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't think it's really the place to pick people up. Oh, that's what I would say to people. And like, we'll get uni students mm. coming in, like the nerdy, quiet ones, which like you wouldn't really expect. And they're coming yeah. in and they're so innocent and they just want a girlfriend. And I'm like, You've come into the wrong place. Yeah, bless them. I'm, I'm really sorry. Bless them. I used bless to be them. bad though. I was bad for it because I would you go there. So bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go in there and I'll be trying to pick girls up. And it would work sometimes. You know, sometimes it would work and I'll, uh, I'll sort it out. But I was a piece of shit. That's the difference. Aww. You know? You- I got to I got to hustle the hustlers. Yeah, you got to so hustle. So I was working hard. <laughs> I was working real hard. I was. I mean, we had a great friendship. It was yeah. pretty funny. Some yeah. of the stuff that we went through and some stuff I don't remember too because I was in my like I find I, this is what made the industry so toxic for me as well is I would mask so hard that I'd forget to put that mask off when I'm outside yeah. of work. Yeah. And then I don't have memory of what I've done. Mm-hmm. When I've been outside of work because my mask has still been on. Totally get exactly what you mean. And then I'm like, 
what the fuck happened? Like yeah. earlier, we were like talking about that time we went out after 19, like went to 1910 and I had yeah. no fun clue. I was like, oh, wait a second. Now I remember I had a panic attack. Yeah. Because I realised I was masking the whole evening and then I didn't know how mm-hmm. to get out of my mask and I full panicked and I was like, everyone's going to fucking hate me because I've been egotistical and like trying to be all confident and stuff and like yeah, all no. that internal, you know, the internal thoughts that go on yeah. inside your head and I was like, fuck. Which is funny because that's your view on it, but like... Um, for context, it was just like a rough time for everyone yeah. and I just wanted to get uh, Casey out of the house and um, we were just going to go out and party a bit in town. Yeah. But there was no judgment. I didn't care about any of that stuff. It was just like, let's just get you out and get you thinking about something else. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you can get really caught up in the moment thinking about that sort of shit. Yeah. We all got our own masks though, no matter what. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I just felt like the industry like... Yeah. Really masked me. Like, yeah. I was very protective of myself around men. Mm-hmm. Like, like I knew you were a nice guy and all, but I was still, like, very, very, like... Yeah, you got to be cautious. Got to be cautious. Yeah. Don't show, like, my full self yeah. and things like that because I was worried about judgment and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, I would see the worst of the worst men in the industry yes. too. So mm-hmm. that shaped my view on men. On men in general. In general. Yeah. Um, and I was like, fucking every man is a red flag. <laughs> if you have a penis. <laughs> if you have a penis, you're a red flag. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I try to tell people that because like, I've, I've, I've got enough friends that have been in and out of the industry and I've been in it um, in my own way that I, like with BDSM and, and everything else, like yeah. you learn so much and I can see how toxic it can be. It can be a great time, yeah, but it's like when you go out to town and – Everyone's got that one story where it's like wicked night. You yeah. know, everyone's got that one story where they went out for a night and all their friends were there and everything was perfect. It's like, it's not like that every day in the club, oh, but yeah. especially when you're working. It's like any other job. There's going to be most days you're not going to like. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like the amount of time wasters that go in there and the old men that tell you off for working as a stripper, but yet they fucking walked in the door yeah, and they're, they're paid there to, see to you. come in and see me. I'm like, what the fuck? And then... Yeah. What gets my goat is the ones that um, hate talking to strippers, yet they watch porn. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to that me. That doesn't make any fucking sense. They're, like, idolising these porn stars, but they're, yeah. like, you're disgusting, you're stripping. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not all happy and fun all the time in the club. I mean, there were really fun times in the club where, like, I'd be with my best friend and I'm not going to name her because she doesn't know about this podcast um, <laughs> and me talking about my stripping. And, Sorry. Um, and there was like this one night where her and I um, had so much fun with this one client. He'd always come and see me once a month and he would spend so yeah. much money and we were like best friends. He didn't even care about seeing us naked. He just wanted to get so fucked up, wasted, yeah. drunk upstairs yeah. with some company around him yeah. and just waste his excess money that he rarely ever uses. Yeah, Like okay. what a life. Yeah, like, I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> wish I was doing that <laughs> shit. I wish I had so much money to be yeah. like, I'm just going to waste it on these strippers just for fun. Damn. Oi, like. bro, come over to the, to the show and yeah. give me some money, man. Yeah, All right. I need a sponsor. Um, and yeah, and this one night we were playing Duck, Duck, Goose. No shit. Like we In the VIP room, VIP Duck, Duck, Goose. VIP room upstairs. You know the one that you see the casino? Yeah, and like yeah. We were, in that, we were in our underwear, not even fully naked or anything. Nothing... Sexual, so like funny. no, no talking, sexy and stuff. Yeah. Which is our job to be like a fantasy. None of that. It was like 
He was like, let's play Duck Duck Goose. And it was like, what the fuck? And, then we, and then we were grabbing other strippers from downstairs and we were just, like, that's the first time I actually got drunk, drunk on the job because I can yeah. never really like to drink on the job as much because I wanted to be in control because I'd hear horror stories, which yeah. we'll go into. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's like, let's bring more girls up. And so we're playing Duck Duck Goose and like running on his back, pretending to be like cowgirls and what shit. Like it was so, f- it was so fucked that it was Maybe funny. that was his kink though. I think it was his kink. Yeah. But it was so funny. And then he's like, let's just go out to the club. And then it was like half an hour after he said that and we all passed out and had a nap for an hour. Everything that you're saying, I know how much it costs. <laughs> and this man is racking a fucking bill up if he's I ever heard. racking the bill. Look, if you, if you like book out, standard book out fee, 1200 bucks. Uh, well, back when I was there, it was like $600 for two oh, hours. B- bargain. Bargain. Two, two hours? Two hours. Fuck me. $300 each. He's fucked. But yeah. for a whole I night. I thought it was full night. It's 1200 or something. Oh, well, that's four hours. It may as well be your whole night. Yeah. Because you get broken. There you go. You get fucked up. There you go. Because I, I, <laughs> I have a really good friend and um, she'll always tell me her hustling stories. And yeah. um, she worked at um, Crazy Horse. Mm-hmm. And she would just be like... Yeah, seeing a regular this week. He comes down from like Melbourne every couple of weeks, and he just books her out, does nothing. I'm sorry, but it's always the Melbourne people that's yeah. Adelaide, yeah. you suck. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> poor. We're all broke. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> he would just book her out all night. Like, oh yeah, made four hundred bucks. I'm going back to the club, make some more money. Thinking, how the fuck am I going to get this cash? Oh my god, you know this is crazy. It was all the time, all yeah. the time. I just think this is fucked. But, you know, whatever. Like, spend your money how you want. I'm not going to judge. Um, what was? The, what do you think the strangest scenario was for you in there? Like, do you ever, you ever see some weird shit going down? <laughs> the feet people. The feet people? The feet people. Oh, judging like, on the feet people. I'm sorry, but, like, when I've been dancing in these freaking shoes for six hours and you want to rub my feet up. Got them bunions on there. <laughs> The amount of sweat. Ugh. The same high heels I've been wearing for the last six nights have not been washed, Ugh. but baby powder has been put in there so it doesn't mm. get too sweaty. And you want to rub my feet and you like, you're literally frothing over it. This guy's wild. It's really weird. That's wild shit. It's just really weird. <laughs> I just, it made me like, a part of me was like, <laughs> a part of me is like, this makes me feel uncomfortable, but also I'm getting money for this. So. Go for it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I get it. Uh, yes, I want to massage up them after my long shifts. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. But also, why are you paying me for that? Yeah. <laughs> I made them pay extra if they wanted to touch my feet. They would do it though, hey? They would do it. They did it. That's because, fucking crazy. But also, like, do you know, it's actually illegal to touch your strippers in South Australia. Yeah, okay. So, I was also like, you can touch my feet, but you've got to pay. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, like, make touched. your money, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't worry was, about it. That was weird for me. Um, yeah, that was very, very weird for me. Yeah, okay. The feet. The There's feet a lot people. of feet dudes. There's a lot of feet dudes. Really? They're, they are the older generation love feet. Oh, there's a bit of the old spice in there. The old spice. That's what it is. They want that yeah. toe jam. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that because you, it got, it's got that look. This might sound judgmental as fuck, but it's got that stripper sweat on there. Yeah. You know the smell? It's like that cocoa butter. <laughs> it's like the cocoa butter, and it's got like a little hint of that fucking rub on tan smell. Yeah, and the Hello Kitty bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's got a smell, <laughs> and that's what he was looking for. Yeah. It was, you know. Yeah. 
It's not a bad smell. No, make sure to preface this. It's not a bad smell. It's just it's just a particular smell. Yeah. Right? Depends what kind of hour we're up to, though. Yeah, 3 a.m. kick out time. Yeah, uh, 5 a.m. Yeah, sorry, 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, we didn't close till 5 a.m. Oh, my God. The shifts were Is it really long. fine? Yeah, from, you'd, okay. you'd be told you must be on the floor by 8 p.m. and then you close at 5 a.m. and I can never hear the song ever again. If I Are hear you talking about the current affair one? I can't hear it anymore. I can't. Closing time. Oh, closing time. Yeah, that one. I can't. Before your time. I'm like, oh. Before your time, it wasn't even that. It was like it was like a current affair. Oh my god, no! But it was like a like a techno version, and I'll see if I can find it for you later. But that's what it used to be, and I was like, so weird. That's just as bad. Yeah, oh yeah, it's shocking. And then it's always, and then they change it back to closing time and it's like, it's closing time. Ah, yeah, it's so it. bad. I hate that song. I fucking oh. hate it. Because it, it just ruins the night. It's not mm. even like a good one to go out on. No. It's fucking shit. Yeah. You know, I heard it too many times. Maybe that's what it is, but. It always brings back memories where I'm like, <laughs> I'm not facing the client anymore. My back's talking. I'm like <laughs> literally falling asleep. Whilst I hear that song, I'm like, oh, thank fuck. Do you ever have, like, um, guys try and wait out the club for you to finish? 100%. That but they never often. knew that we had a back door. Oh, yeah, right. Like, most of us. Well, I think towards the end of my career, I didn't strip for too long. Um, because for obvious reasons, like, no thanks. I'm not doing yeah, it again. fair enough. Um, and, yeah, towards the end of uh, my career, they started walking out the back door. Yeah. Because we did have someone follow someone home. Really? The whole way? The whole way. That's so funny. Yeah, police were involved and everything. Really? Yeah, it was effed up. Is he um, banned? He's probably not banned. Oh, life he? banned. Oh, he's like Yeah, yeah, he's life <laughs> banned. No, because he didn't pay any fucking money. So he's life banned. Yeah, but oh, he's a regular, so it's fine. Yeah, literally. We'll let him off with a warning. Yeah. yeah. Three warnings, yeah. and then we'll, yeah. Yeah, sorry. All the time. Three. The three it's warning shocking. rule is disgusting. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. So we went out by the back door and that was that made me feel so much more comfortable and have security there too and they would help us yeah. as well. Like they would get us to our car, make sure that we're going into um, our Uber's home okay and all of that. And they asked the Ubers as well, like, make sure you've got their address. Yeah, make okay. sure no one's following them. And like they really cared about us towards the end because there was a few incidences where people had been followed and stuff. I mean... That's how it should have been, though. So. Yeah, it should have been like that in the first place. The police as well on Heinley, so freaking lovely. They knew the crowd. They knew us. They knew who we were. Wandering out, 5am. They'd see the look on the faces. They knew that we've had a rough night. They knew that we're strippers. <laughs> and then yeah. they would also look out for us as well. Or if someone's following us, I'd be like, are you okay? Yeah, okay. And I don't know why, but all of the new strippers would always go to Pancake Kitchen. Fucking terrible idea. Terrible idea. All the clients went there. All of them <laughs> would go there. To, they just Everyone knew. goes to Pancake Kitchen. Everyone so. goes there. I'm like, why? I mean, where else are you going to get a feed at fucking five in the morning? Uber Eats, like McDonald's or something. I agree with you, but <laughs> those pancakes hit different you when you're fucked up. You money for it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, something. yeah, I need my $10 pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I, look, Pancake Kitchen in Adelaide. It's a go- good place to get your, like, town feet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone has to go that at least once. But I hate it. Like, the tables are sticky. 
Yeah. Everyone smells. It smells good. Weird smell going on. Everyone's been out since like I like it. Six AM it's gross. I actually had a really good friend there, um, rest in peace. Fred and Ryan. We we went there one night and um <laughs> this fucking guy. I was there with my cousin and for some reason they got on the debate of maple syrup and saying how like and um how good it is. Okay. And when my cousin do. says to my mate Ryan, he's like Hey bro, I bet you can't you can't shot a whole glass of maple syrup in one go. <laughs> Why? He's like, <laughs> he's like, Why? he's like, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> and he's like, I got fifty bucks here. And then he pulls fifty. Out, he goes, actually, I got seventy bucks here for you to do it. Oh my god! And Ryan never really had much money because he's just like a he loves bands and he's just mm. always gone out all the time, yeah. seeing live shows and shit. So, and he would just buy fucking musical sort of shit. So. He's like, I'll fucking do it, man. <laughs> and he fucking downs this whole glass. Like, it's like a glass like this of fucking maple syrup off the table. And oh. it, like, just like it was nothing. And he, <laughs> lo- he looks at my cousin and he's like, I would have fucking done it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I love maple syrup. <laughs> it was so wild. That's my experience with Bangkok Kitchen. <laughs> Yeah. Is this like at the end of a long night? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Bleh, I was so fucked. <laughs> I actually, I, I got one more story and we'll go back to go back to the club. But um, it was like my 21st birthday and I remember I got absolutely fucking wasted. Like yeah. to the point where like, I was, we hired out mansions for the night back when mansions was a thing. Right. And um, we all got fucked up there and then they were kicking us out at like 12.30 or something. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, I was fine. I was fine the whole time. Yeah. Until I stepped outside and I got hit in the face with the wind. And yeah. all of a sudden, I just got fucking knocked away. It was just like, boof. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking gone. The sober slap. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was so rough. And then all I remember is us being in Rocket Bar for a little bit. I don't even know what I was doing there. And then my next memory is me in Pancake Kitchen throwing oh up my into my lap. Oh, yuck. Covering my... Yuck. Covering all my pants and my I crotch. I like that's the regulars, though. They, yeah. That is the regular people that go to Pancake Kitchen. That's why I never really It's bad. Going. There was a girl there that was with me at the time. And I was really into her. <laughs> and she was going to sleep with me that night, too. She made it very clear. She was like, we're doing it because of your birthday. I was like, hell yeah, because I was crushing on this girl for like a, a minute. What did she say after you vomited though? She looked at me and she's like, <laughs> I'm not touching you now. <laughs> she literally said that to me. She never spoke to me again. Oh. Isn't that rough? That's really rough. That's so rough. So judgy. I know, She's right? never been there before? Apparently like, not. Apparently she's better than me. <laughs> rude. Rude. <laughs> All right, so we got um, people getting fucking banned for that sort of shit. So they should. There's, I feel like there's a lot of creeps that surround the industry, you know, but that's what happens when you've got like psychos. Yeah, it's not like just creeps, like actual, actual psychopaths. Yeah, psychopaths that need to go get help. And I know. Need to go get mm, actual therapy and stop using us strippers as the therapist. As the therapist, that's what it is. Like yeah. we're there for your money, yeah. and it's so fucking draining <laughs> so listening to your sob stories. Yeah, and at and the same time, you're to like, counsel uh, you. At the same time, it's like trying to think of ways to improve my life. Do you ever, do you ever like, if they start talking to you, just be like, oh, look, if you want to chat, I'll go to the back room. That's and it's gonna, what I did. Yeah, that's, I, I wouldn't be doing it on the floor. fucking time. Zero dollars. Ten minutes maximum. You've got ten minutes maximum before I move on to the next guy. Yeah, fucking like, better push it. I'm there to work. Like, yeah. I needed to make money 
mm-hmm. to pay for where I was living, to get my life sorted. Yeah. I wasn't there to waste my yeah. time with, I'm really sorry to be rude mm-hmm. like this, but your sob stories and blah, blah, blah. Save it for your fucking therapist next week, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but they don't go. They <laughs> just want to see you guys. Uh, That's what gosh, it is. I oh think they put their all their emotions into like, maybe they've seen one girl and they're a regular and yeah. now they think they love her because... Oh, She's so the only one that listens to me. So many people that would fall in love with me. Yeah. Uh, or the person I was, Mackenzie. Yeah, exactly. It's not and even you, It's though. not even me. Yeah. I'd fall in love with Mackenzie and then I'd get so jealous when I've got other people. Yeah. But I'm hustling <laughs> with my other clients. I'm like, do you realise yeah. where this you are? This is what are? I do with you, man. Like, this is my job. Yeah. And I had one, mm-hmm. I had one guy that abused the crap out of me over Instagram because really? I, yeah, because I went and sat with my other client who pays more, by the way. So if you're watching this, <laughs> fuck you. That's why I'm there. Yeah. Um, and he's actually a good time, the one that I was talking to. And then I got these abusive messages saying, I came in to see you, Mackenzie. I'm like, wow. okay, well, did you tell the security guard like you're supposed to? to so they can let me know that you're there. No, well, you should just know that I'm there. Like, we've got a connection. Bro, I've got your wallet in my hand. You, we didn't have 5G shots by then. So... <laughs> Maybe if we had got the vaccine <laughs> first, you could have known. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what it was. Uh, Should have yeah. known. Fucking beat, beat would have been over the side uh, of the room. Do they use, like, like, I feel like it would be weird going there now because they would have to wear face masks and stuff, yeah. right? I, so do you I just not know what... I element if I had to wear a mask because I could yeah. literally hide. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I am. It'd be so good there because I would just be like, like, you wouldn't have to wear makeup. Yeah. You know? Oh, the amount of money you'd waste on makeup mm-hmm. to find the best foundation that wouldn't just fall off within an hour. Oh, yeah, because you've got to keep that shit on oh, all you night. You've got to keep hey. it on all night and you've got to, like, do your dances in between, like, your actual mm-hmm. stages and you get so mm-hmm. fucking hot and sweaty. And then you've got people that want to get dances after. You're like, just give me a minute. And you've taken, like, ten yeah. minutes trying to, like, get the sweat off and make yourself smell nice again. Yeah, right. Before you head out. Like, Remember all the amount of stages I had to do and like mm-hmm. pretend that I'm. They'll always put you on because you're like a showgirl as well. So yeah, they like having you up there. But, but also, I didn't look up, look like I was half dead. Yeah. Like the little girls yeah. that went up there looked like they were half dead. I know like, what you mean. Not smiling. Yeah. High on something. Oh, I know. Unfortunately, I know like mutual friends of people that um, used to work and used to do that exact same shit. Yeah. And just be so depressing looking like, dude, I'm depressed. That's why I'm here. <laughs> like, Literally all the clients there are depressed or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't like want to see you up. look depressed. Like, yeah. fuck <laughs> me, just put a bullet in me or something. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Yeah. So that's the reason why I got put on because I'd always be smiling and pretending to get it. But I had my game plan on. Yeah, that's a show. That's, that's Yeah, that's point. what you're doing. Yeah. That's why I'm there. Like, stop wasting your time, girls. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of girls that go into it and make no money. 100%. And the money they make, they just end up drinking for the yeah. night or Drinking, whatever. buying coke, which is so sad because yeah. there's so much stigma around strippers just do drugs all the time. Yeah, making, they're making the stigma the, happen. They're so. making the stigma happen. I'm like, fucking stop. Yeah. Like, so for, for a lot of people, obviously, aren't going to know this shit because like, yeah. like, apparently normal people don't go. Yeah, but, normal people don't um, go. <laughs> basically, when you go to a club, if you're a worker there, you get paid nothing. You get paid nothing for working. You have yeah. to hustle for your money. And you, pay, you actually pay to fucking yeah. work. And you get fines, like $300 fine if you can't make it to work your shift. And you've got $150 fine to pay if you use your phone out on the floor. Oh, my God. Like, That's so expensive. Right? And you, they're not paying you. 150 bucks. Yeah. 
Yeah, now, but they're not paying you. And I'm like, well, where the fuck am I going to get the money from? Now I'm thinking any girl that ever gave me a number <laughs> at the club, I'm, I'm worth 150 bucks at least. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> Just feed my own ego here. Oh, so funny. So, um, um, okay, yeah. And you pay for the week too, don't you? So you you literally come in. What's the week fee that you pay? Oh, it's not a week fee. It's a day by day. Oh, is it day by day? $50 fee each time you walk in. Unless wow. you do their free promos where you walk around the street for half an hour and you're oh, I don't body like that. Suit, trying yeah. to hand out stuff. And then by the time the people that come in to your work anyway, they've gotten danced to the other girls. Yeah, so so you've just wasted your fucking time. Yeah, what'd you do? But for? you get a free house fee. Sick. If you do like two of them in a row where you've just wasted an hour of your fucking precious You could have made that money You could have made that money. And I used to make good money because I wouldn't drink, I wouldn't do yeah. drugs, and I, I like, I'd be in it to just hustle and just follow the rules and just get it done. What's like a good night there? Or like a, the best night you ever had even? <laughs> the best night I had, it was like two and a half thousand dollars in a night. That's fucking good. In the hand. In well, the in the hand, yeah. Don't have to fucking tell tax about that. So <laughs> I, you do actually because you're contracted so you have to have your own ABN. Yeah, but... You're but supposed you know. to. Yeah, you're A lot of the girls that I know didn't. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. But doing the tax stuff was very difficult. I bet, yeah. Time. When you're earning so much money, you lose a lot of the money too. That's the thing that everyone forgets too because there's so much mm-hmm. stigma around stripping. Yeah. But a lot of us do actually pay our taxes. Yeah. Okay, tax man. We do pay our taxes. Uh, we're supposed to, all right? We get yeah. it. We know. Yeah. Um, and it'll be so difficult to work out and you lose so much money because you're just earning so much. Oh, yeah. No, so I get it. Money. I paid like 40 grand in tax last year. Yeah. And just pay them back. I'm just thinking, what the fuck is this? Yeah. grand. And it's like they only want to keep you around a certain money amount that you can have in your hand, I swear. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. After you yeah. get like 100K in the bank, yep. it, any fucking time that you try to make more, they yep. just want to keep you there. Yeah, 100%. I feel like they it's, yeah, yeah, they don't want you to make any more than 100K yeah. liquid a year for sure. Unless you're a billionaire, they can do what the fuck you want. Yeah, but like at that stage, you <laughs> get to a does it point, matter? It doesn't matter whether yeah. you pay it or not pay it. It's like whatever. Exactly. Enough. Yeah, that's it. So, twelve grand. That's good. And you, would you yeah. average like you average pretty good money for the week then as well? If I was really good and on the ball and yeah. not fuck around and waste time, then yeah. I would earn pretty good money to pay my rent in advance. And yeah, that's good. Like go on holidays and stuff. But I had a narcissistic boyfriend at the same time. Yeah, this man's crazy. He was fucking nuts, and I had to pay for everything for him and. Like now, <laughs> looking back now, I'm like, what the fuck, Casey? I remember you went on some holiday with him. Oh, and it was the Actually, worst time of my that. fucking life. I remember I that. I wasted so much money. It was for my it was for my birthday. Yeah, I remember. To go that. to Queensland yeah. in Cairns, where I would like to go all the time. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. this nice place that I paid so much fucking money for, where you had like the swim out pool from our mm-hmm. um, lounge room area, and it was just so fucking lovely. Yeah, and that sounds pretty dope. It was that pretty fucking pretty dope. dope. <laughs> it was. Awesome. So we had a yeah. higher car, went to waterfalls and stuff. And the mm. whole time it was about him and he paid for fuck all. Well, Like he didn't pay for the plane trip. He didn't contribute to any of it because he's like, you're rich. I'm like, I'm not fucking rich, man. And you know how long it takes me to hustle to get this money? And then after tax. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I'm not rich. Like I'm struggling. That guy's wild, man. Oh, he, I think, I shouldn't be like psychoanalyzing people, but like I think he was... Something like. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm neurotypical. Yeah, look, I've been and with I'm a not narcissist. Neurotypical and it's yeah. okay, but like 
he was on a whole nother level of unstable and he still is and he's still doing the same stuff with other girls yeah. as well. And I feel sorry for them for falling for the trap. He needs to like grow up and go get therapy. He has some yeah. deep-seated issues. Like he's a 30 – I'm only 26 and at the time I was like, what, 24? I always forget that you're younger than me. Hey, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, baby. Um. <laughs> I get told I'm going to fucking die at all times soon. I'm so old. That's what <laughs> Alice tells me this shit. Like. Um, yeah, I was like 24 at the time, so he was 34. A 34-year-old man wanting me to help contribute to his lifestyle. Is he lifestyle. really 34? He was 34. He looks like he's 18. Really? I think I he looks so. way older now. Because maybe now. I, I thought I'd seen a photo of him, yeah. and he looked like he was maybe 20. Yeah, I guess just, that, he, we were close would, to that age. He right would now. just scrape through to being a twenty-year-old on photos, but in yeah. real life, you can tell he's a bit older. Yeah, okay. But the way he acted, yeah, was like right. seventeen, eighteen years old. Yeah, and still does the same shit. I hear. So that's not good. Yeah, people should be growing, man. You got to grow he, in oh, life. He's but the thing is, he's one of those people that's like so toxic positive that he oh. doesn't. That he doesn't see his own fucking it's bullshit. the worst kind. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. see his own fucking bullshit and his own toxic traits. Yeah. And he's like, everyone's out to get me. And the amount of times I'd hear him go off at people over the phone, um, like people just like like Harvey Norman and stuff about a product. It's mm. like, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> like you don't need to go from zero to 100 over customer service and pretend. He would pretend to be people's management, like manager and pretend fuck? to be CEOs and stuff. I was like, you're psycho. And that was towards the end of our relationship when I was fun. picking up on it. Yeah. Wow. And I was picking up on these traits towards the end of our relationship. But I was I was so stuck. That I feel like I was stuck though. Yeah. Because I just got out of my, uh, an emotionally abusive relationship as well. Yeah. And I just got stuck in that cycle. You know, like you mm-hmm. just gravitate towards. Yeah, I, I fucking totally get that. people and stuff. And I was like. Yeah. And I realised what I was doing and I just like, I felt like I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I was stuck. I've been there. Yeah. Like I was stuck because he knew where I was. He knew where I lived. Um, he had the spare key to my apartment. He would just walk in. Yeah, like right. it was just fucked. Just and then trapped. yeah, and like he kept saying like I'm success- successful in what I'm doing because of him. Like that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I did it on my own. Yeah, thanks, Luke. I told you to, so that's why you do yeah. it. Whatever. Yeah, are right, we back? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, you. You've gotten out of the game now. We haven't really said that yet. Yeah, no, we haven't said that. Yeah, so <laughs> you you don't strip anymore. It's been no. how, how long has it been? Oh my god, got to be at least a couple of years. It's got to be quite a few years now. Mm. Yeah, oh, probably two, probably two yeah, years. Just over two years, I reckon, because I stopped when I found out I was pregnant, and then yep. my life just changed. Yeah, I bet. Back on the rails case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get back on those rails. I mean, you had the fun though. Like, I had so much fun. Yeah. And yeah. Um, do you have sort of like really good friends from the from the industry that you still hang out with? And yeah, I do. Like I've only got a few yeah. um, true friends from there. Yeah. We're all on the same page about like our spirituality and our journey and stuff. Yeah. Um, and no, like I know the industry is very toxic in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But the one positive thing that I got out of it, well, two positive things I got out of it. One, I was able to learn and work with my confidence because yeah. I was bullied so much in high school. I was told I was ugly. I was told I was beautiful and whatever. That's so, crazy. So the industry like helped me rebuild that confidence Excellent. again, which helped. Yeah. And then the second part was really get in touch with my sex- sexuality. Yeah. Which I had never really been able to get in touch with before because I was in a long-term relationship. 
mm-hmm. with my ex and stuff like that. So that really helped me get into like knowing what I like. And I really do, I really did, sorry, did enjoy doing the dancing when I was on stage where I was able to express myself. Yeah. Like you would have noticed when I was doing the stages, I was very expressive. Yeah, definitely. Like I was able to just get out of my shell and yeah. stop hiding who I was inside. Yeah, just be be whatever it is you are in the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so those two things definitely helped me. And, and uh, the friends that I've got now are very much the same. Like they're really in touch with sexuality as well now. Yeah. And it's definitely helped them. It's so important. It's, it's so, so important. important. Like and obviously you don't have to go on the industry to do it, but it does help you yeah, no, get definitely. in touch real quick. Well, pe- <laughs> <laughs> people that uh, in the scene and that, they, I feel like they tend to sort of all – just get drawn to one another. Yeah. I can't help it. Like everyone yeah. that I know is always like got something going on yeah. and like they know this person or, and I know them because <laughs> of this reason yeah. and that's why. And like, yeah. we're all really um, sexual sort of people and we all understand yeah. what we like, what we dislike, we're all open people. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but it's no judgment. That's the best thing I've found about everything yeah. about it. And that's probably yeah. why I spent so much time in the club. Yeah, was because no judgment. No judgment and yep. like I made so many friends by then that um yeah. Like I could just go there and just be myself and yeah. I wouldn't have to worry about getting in a punch up at a pub or yes. something. I could yep. just go chill, have yeah. a few drinks with my mates. Just relax. It was great. Yeah. It was great and um people need to get in touch with their sexuality, you know. Don't be don't be ashamed of it. 100%. And just take it for what it is. Yeah, 100%. What, even if it's a foot fetish, guys. <laughs> right? no, I know we've had some kink shaming, okay? Um, but <laughs> I, still encur- I still enabled it, okay? I still enabled it. Just not them. for Casey. It's just not for me. Okay, you do you, all right? Now that I'm out in the real world, don't come at me with your foot fetishes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you shouldn't be, I feel like you shouldn't be doing that with any of your shit to anyone. Like, yeah. You're like, oh my god, I have a thing for blonde girls. Now I only talk to blonde girls, like yeah. or something, you know. Like, don't be weird like that, bro. No, no, it's a bit yeah. toxic. It is toxic, right? Very toxic. Like, I, I only have one type. I hate that shit. Yeah, no. Oh, like, I have no, a one so type. It's called good personality. Yeah. And then get to know the person. Yeah, and the rest is obviously a massive bonus. But I think it's a thing called like sexual objectification, and that's frowned upon now. Like, yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah, I mean, it still obviously happens um, a lot and yeah. you can't expect the whole world to all grow at the exact same time. But um, I think we're getting to a better place now where things are seen as more more normal 100%. or um, or that it's o- it's just okay. Yeah. Um, like even in my industry that I'm in now, um, when they're – like in the past when people have spoken – I've spoken to about like, you know, as you do, you just swap stories and tell yeah. people what you're into. And – because um, I work with a lot of older generation, because I mean, like mining and um, mining and like earth moving and stuff. Yeah, they just look at me and think, like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about, bro? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean that the woman has an orgasm? <laughs> okay, it's not about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's crazy shit. It's about the two pumps for old Jack. Yeah, it is. Yeah, old Jack. He's the man. No, I could never do that. Hey, I think my sexual journey started when I was a, when I was a teenager, though. I, yeah. Actually, it probably started real young because um, my dad used to have, like, these uh, Playboy and Penthouse magazines in the I toilet. He told me about this. Yeah, I was, like, five or six years old looking yeah. at that shit. Yeah. And I seen porn, like, that early. Yeah, and that's something I want to avoid with my son. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, by the way, that's really toxic. It's very toxic. Yeah, it's what, bad. Look, I look bad. back at now and think it's horrible. It's so bad. It's so um, bad for you. Like porn in general is like actually bad for your dopamine levels when you watch it. It's yeah, unrealistic. 100%. Yeah. It like it interferes with the way your body ejaculates and stuff. Like it's definitely yeah. your mind yeah. and body don't connect. Yeah. No, no, not at all. It separates the separates the experience, doesn't it? Yeah. To more of an activity yes. than the than the yeah. uh that like emotional. Yeah, and I would know if a sexual partner has been watching porn or not. Really? Yeah, by the the way they were having sex with me. Yeah, I could right. tell. You could tell. Yeah, I'm just like you're That's not, some wild shit. You're not with me right now. <laughs> you're not in the room with me right now, are you? I can see. Really? Wow. You're all you're all about the pumping. All about the pumping. <laughs> I like that. I like the way you said that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know. Uh, I have never had sex with men, so I wouldn't know um, if they watch porn, if it's different or not. Because women are sort of, you know, I don't know. I just found like I was always objectified a lot. Yeah. Which is interesting to me. That's interesting to hear that from a men's perspective. Yeah. Because like being the woman, I always feel like I'm objectified. I had this one woman, <laughs> you know her, she said to me, <laughs> oh man, after, after, um, so I went over to her house and then like in the morning, because we didn't have sex. I was way too drunk. We tried. It didn't happen. And then in the morning I woke up and she just rolls over and she like opens her legs up a bit and she's like, oh, well, I'm too tired, but if you want to just put it in. Oh, my God, no. And I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's like, not what it's about, though. No, like, I'm not what? even there for that. Like, I don't want to just come. That's <laughs> shit. I can do that myself. I'll get it done in like a couple of minutes by myself. <laughs> But now you want me to, yeah, now you want me to put like 45 minutes, hour into this shit (laughs) and for what? Nothing, really. Just show me your lube collection and I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, just, I'll (laughs) sort myself out, man. I actually, speaking of that, it's kind of on topic, but it's fucking hilarious. One of my friends had a Tinder date that jacked off in her bathroom sink. No fucking way. Did he obviously didn't clean it? No. (laughs) Also, the door creeped open and he thought she was asleep. She, Fuck he off. was watching porn, going at it. Wow. Yeah. She said no way. No. I was like, what the fuck? Is that your Tinder date? She's like, yeah. He, he said he didn't that, have sex because I was too drunk. But that he, is a red flag for ever said. Oh, but at the same time, nice guy at least. Nice guy, but like, Kinda. can you wait till you get home? Yeah, I don't know. At least he didn't do anything else. Yeah. Okay, but like, like also, <laughs> go home. Yeah, you do get the fuck out of there, bro. He's like, oh, we like this day. I wish we could have sex, but it's I have, okay. Like, that's one of the weirdest stories I've ever fucking heard. And that I is have weird. seen some weird shit and I've heard some weird shit yeah. and that tops <laughs> and my fucking so list. And it's, seeing a video of it on Snapchat waking up to it at 6am, I'm like, she what the that? fuck? Well, she couldn't believe it. She's like, am I seeing shit or is this real? I'm like, no he's definitely way. masturbating right now in your bathroom no sink. fucking way. Yeah. That's yeah. he's a wild boy. Is <laughs> a wild shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I could be comfortable enough to do it. Like you barely know the person. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's why I was. Thinking. I can't, and he didn't even wash it. Did he wash it down? Thing. Apparently not. But who wow. Knows? Who knows? There's always you know there's different sides of the story. Gentlemen, a bit of fucking courtesy. Wash your cum <laughs> down the sink, please. At least and put some soap down oh it because cum fucking stinks. Does it? It has a smell? It has a smell. You reckon? It has a smell. I don't know. It's like, um, I like to think of it like a fart. If it's your own, you don't really smell it. <laughs> no way. My partner <laughs> even says it stinks. Uh, I'll know if it smells bad, but I don't think it stinks. It's not, like, it's not like, it's not bad, bad, but like, 
you can definitely smell that it's cum. Smash, special you know smell. it's cum. Yeah, okay. Like, I could, I could I sound like a that. slut right now. It has a smell. It has a certain smell and a texture and a certain colour. And if it's this shade, um, he probably needs to see a doctor. Uh, so definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, like I don't know. I don't even see mine, so I don't even like watching the cum shots in the in porn. I think that's a bit gay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think it's like, gay. I, I don't think it's gay, I, but it's like, weird though. Like, I think it's really weird, and also like I, I'm probably going to be a very uh, rare person, but I yeah. actually never enjoyed porn. Yeah, okay. No, I never enjoyed. A lot of women that I've spoken to don't really enjoy okay. porn. Okay, that's, cool. That's I'm not very alone. common. Yeah, I, very like, common. I don't enjoy watching it at all. I never really have. Yeah, and I find it really awkward. There's actually, um, sorry, yeah, sorry. Um, in my experience, men like porn, but um, women's the way they the way they connect with sexuality is a lot different. Emotional, not physical. Yeah. So I remember yeah. when I was like out in the uh, in the game, I would just write <laughs> long stories. Yeah. About what what was going to happen, what I was going to do, and all this, and yeah. that will be like their version of porn. Yeah, because it could you could connect with it or something better. Yeah. But men are more visual. Very visual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like women think guys' penises are ugly, but they let them put them in them. I don't think they're ugly. People be saying that. <laughs> I got told that all penises look like slugs the other day. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's so mean. I was like, what, what is mine? Look- looks like look like so I sleep with I've sl- well, I don't sleep with girls anymore. But I used to sleep with the girls and yeah. I've seen some different kind of vaginas. There's like a million there's, there's like a billion jillion. A billion jillion different vaginas yeah. out there. Oh yeah. What would you say they are then? There's been some hamburgers. Yeah, the bands like, are it's not But then like- we've got to be careful because we can't really talk about women's bits anymore. We can only talk about male bits. No, you can. I think we can do both because I believe in equality. Yeah, let's. Yeah, you can cancel me. That's okay, and then you can <laughs> tell me about how you're not being equal because I'll shit on everyone. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna shit on women. That's horrible. I love women. Yeah, love my mum, and I love, uh, love you know everyone. Like all women. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and but all people in general. It's not like you should be hated or fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Championed because of your sex or gender or whatever. Yeah. I hate that shit. I don't like. Yeah, just make it an equal, man. Just make it the equal. The thing that grinds me at the moment is like, we're so going off topic, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that grinds my gear at the moment is that the things I hear after you give, because I have a baby now. Yeah. And the things that I hear is like, once you've given birth, you're now a woman. What does that even mean? I don't know. And I'm like, what? Like, the women that are out there that haven't <laughs> had children, <laughs> what are they mean? then? Yeah, does that mean you're not a woman like, if you haven't actually had a baby? Yeah, like I don't. I hate that. I me and hate it me and Eilish so had a conversation much. about this. I think it's on the podcast. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe not to be released. Um, but we were talking about um bad parents mm-hmm. and the fact that you don't need to have a kid to know if uh, someone's a bad parent or not. A hundred percent. Because like everyone's <laughs> fucking human here. Yeah. And um, she gave this really good example of um, there was this there's this woman talking to this guy. And um, I don't know who they are. But she was raving on about how men or people in general can't talk, say what bad parents are. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, do you have a favourite football team? And she said, well, yeah, like, let's call them the Crows. Adelaide Crows. You're a terrible parent. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> and he's like, let's call them Adelaide Crows. And he's like, 
Uh, <laughs> you said it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to go against that. That's so true. No, she's like, he's like, oh, so do you know when they're having a bad game? She's like, yeah. He's like, how the fuck do you know? You're not a professional athlete. You know? Wow. Because and it's if you put that in that context, yeah, so everyone can have an opinion. Everyone can see mm. if you're good or bad or not. They don't necessarily have to be like amazing. Yeah. People that are bad parents don't necessarily think they are. Mm. They, they think they're doing the right thing. But it, it's just the ego. Yeah, exactly. But look, there's kids in care and they're there for a reason. And their parents probably just think, oh, you've taken my kids away from me. You're fucking like, horrible yeah. government. Oh, like, yeah. But no, you're actually neglecting and you've really hurt yeah. this child. So <sighs> Anyway. Okay. I've, I've ranted enough. <laughs> Let's get back. Let's get back to it. Rewind. Re- rewind all the way. Um, you, actually get, you actually help women leave the industry now? Yes. Yeah, I talk them out of it now. Okay. Yeah. Is that... I do a lot of... A lot of like, it's like, I make sure they leave. Fucking oath. Yeah. As soon as I get a bad experience, I'm like, can you really think about this for a moment? Yeah, okay. Like... And think about your core values yeah. as well. Like, who are you? Mm. Like, you're not the fake name. You're not this mask and stuff. Yeah. Who are you on the inside? Have you had a chance to think about who you are yet? Yeah, you Because you're not wrong. getting enough sleep. Like, <laughs> so are you really thinking straight? Yeah. Um, what's, the, like, what's your end goal? Yeah, okay. I mean, there's a few girls that aren't going to get out of it because unfortunately are stuck in the toxic cycle of, you know, the party life. And the toxic people they're hanging out with, and the it's very and easy stuff. to stay. It's very easy to stay because you you do get stuck in this lifestyle. You can get stuck in this lifestyle mm-hmm. of just partying that just continues on. Yeah, because it's just a fantasy. You're stuck on this fantasy land, and the money, and and the and money. That's yeah. part of the fantasy, though. Yeah, that money absolutely. Last and yeah. you aren't always going to see it, especially during COVID times. Like that's yeah. the biggest wake uh-huh. up call that I've said to some of the girls is, "So what are you doing now?" Yeah, okay. And what are they doing? Because, like, you can't get JobKeeper. Mm. You're a stripper. Really? Yeah. Oh, because you're a contractor anyway. You're a contractor. So you get, yeah, so Who's you gonna can't. Who's going to pay you? Yeah, what, what, what are, are you going to do? And no you can't shit. really do JobSeeker because how are you going to get a job through COVID right now? Yeah, you don't. So, like, no one does. Yeah. Exactly. So those are things that I talked to them about and a few of them have been, like, a, it's so sad. Like, I'm so tired of hearing... Well, it's kind of what you expect when you go in the industry. Like, it just takes the responsibility mm. away from men. Yeah. Like, when the women get touched and things or something horrific happened, which has happened to me in the industry, which I try yeah. not to think about, of those times where it's happened. Uh-huh. And I have been told to my face, well, that's kind of what you expect when you work in the industry. No, well, it's not. No, it's it's illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. You Like, you shouldn't touch me. And it, t- it takes the responsibility away from the guys who did it. Yeah, it's bullshit. And puts the blame onto the person working. Well, yeah, you're okay. in the sex industry, so what did you expect? Um, I'm not an escort. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a porn star. Yeah, so why the fuck should they? That shouldn't even matter. I don't hate that. Yeah. You know? Where does that take away from the, um, like, where does that say that, like, oh, you don't get consent now? Like, consent doesn't apply to you because yeah. you're, you chose that? What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, like... And the three-touch rule that we had at the um, place that I was in. Yeah. Fuck no. That didn't stand with me. I'm not giving someone three chances. I'm not going to let them touch me three times in areas they're not supposed to be touching. Yeah. Because they're paying. Yeah, it shouldn't even be once. It shouldn't even be once. But my thing was, you touch me once, 
and you're fucking out. And I used to mm-hmm. go head on with the security guards about it and management yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I remember you getting, you used to get fired up. I, I used remember, to get so <laughs> I remember seeing you fired up a couple times. Fired up. Yeah. And I was like, this is my fucking body, mm-hmm. my fucking contract. There is yeah. a law stating that no one can touch us. Mm-hmm. So if you lay one finger on me, you're going to get kicked out. Yeah. And if you do it again, I'm going to put a lawsuit against you because it's sexual assault. Yeah, it is. Like, it's just because I'm in the industry doesn't mean I deserve it. Like, no, that's not my not. fucking job title. Yeah. No, right? absolutely. <laughs> and also, what gives you the right to yes. fucking touch someone just because you gave them money? Yeah. That's not what you're paying for. I've explained the service to you. Yeah. Like, they know. You know what I mean? They, they fucking do. know. They're they all grown know. adults. And We're all grown the adults. They do know and they play so many fucking games. Yeah. So many my games. And I've never I, been here before. Yeah. Fuck. I see you here all the time. I see bro. you all here, man. Yeah. Like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, when some of the girls have spoken to have been insulted and stuff, I would talk them out of just get the fuck out. And yeah. the ones who would go into cycles of being happy, being suicidal, being happy, being suicidal. I'm like, you yeah. need to get out. Like, Highs and lows. you got to go. Like, yeah. that's when I knew before I felt pregnant mm-hmm. as well. Like, I, ne- I needed to get out. And I was applying for jobs to get back into my current um, industry at the moment, which is nursing, veterinary nursing. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to apply for jobs to get out beforehand because I was having those low lows. Yeah, real, real like, bad. I was so suicidal. Like, remember the last phone calls that I gave you? You yeah, were so I worried. Like, I yeah. was... Not okay. Yeah. I was not okay. And I was pushing everyone away from me Mm because I felt so ashamed as well from the industry that I was in. Like I had – like I was finally – something hit and I was just out of that fantasy land. Like I had a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. I think it was not long after meeting Clancy, my partner now, he really grounded me and really helped me. So we were just friends. Um, So he was like – a few levels above me in the apartment living in a bachelor pad with these guys. Okay, yeah, right. And, you know, it was the first floor. Yeah. Um, and he came past my door asking what song I was listening to while I was getting ready for work. And then I ended up calling sick into work because I was not okay. Like, I was not mentally okay. And um, Clancy likes drinking gin. He's like, oh, do you want to drink gin with me? And I was like, I don't know you, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, let's drink gin together. And everything just came out. Like, we started drinking gin. I didn't even know this dude. And I was just like, blah, my life is a mess. And he's like... Yeah, everyone's is a mess. Like mine's pretty messy too. And he get he like he told me yeah. everything about his trauma and like we just connected from there. Mm-hmm. And he really helped me just step back and look at what I was doing. And I yeah. was and stop blaming everyone else around me. I I was the one to blame for a lot of my actions that I was doing. Yeah. Like I started to realise my own toxic behaviour. Yeah. And the cycles that I was in mm-hmm. because I was traumatized. Yeah. From previous relationships in my childhood. So that was like a wake-up call of, okay, you're not well, you need to get help. So um, after my shifts, like rough times at the club, I would go to his apartment and he would be happy to just listen to me yeah. as well. Like I'd go to his apartment and just bleh and mm-hmm. explain everything. And he's like – and then I would tell him, what the fuck am I doing and blah, blah. And he used to just ground me and just talk – Talk rational thoughts into me because I yep. was so rational. He was some logic. He was yeah. the logic that I needed. He was someone that needed to tell me that it's okay to feel the way that I'm feeling yeah. and things like that because I was so used to just squishing my emotions and just getting on with my day. Yeah, okay. Like, just get on with it. Just continue hustling and stuff. Yeah, because you were just all about, oh, I'm here for the money, I'm going to get yeah, this money, it's going to keep going, yeah. going, going, going. Ignoring yeah. the fact that my body was screaming, going, this isn't you. 
like this is not you like i was literally finding a part of me that was like this isn't your values like yeah since when do you show people your body like yeah yeah i know since when do you sleep with these people like there were so many one night stands i had i don't remember yeah like because i was just on the roll of self-sabotaging I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah fucking been there. Yeah. Several times. I even, <laughs> I like, I still feel bad about it and he's so forgiving and thank God he's forgiving because he's the best partner I've been with. I love you, plants. Um, <laughs> oh, cute. Um, I felt really awful. So because I had trust issues about men um, from working in the club, I had this rough night and I felt rejected. Like, this is my own trauma coming up, like yeah. my fear abandonment stuff. I felt rejected because he said to me that he couldn't see me this one night okay. because he's studying. And my brain was like, he's not studying. Yeah, he doesn't. He's, he just doesn't want to see he you. He doesn't want to see me. Like, yeah. he's just talking to some uni chick and, like, wants to get something because he was studying psychology. So, I was like, yeah. hey, he's a fancy uni boy who's seeing these <laughs> other girls and I'm nothing because I'm just a stripper. Yeah. Um, and I was like, fuck this. And then I went out with. Um, one of the other girls that you know who's very toxic to be around for partying. Yeah, I know. You talk about already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I already know. Yeah, very bad yeah. influence. And I'm very easy to oh, sway yeah. when I'm in that zone, when I'm in the self-sabotaging moment, yeah. which I now know not to go to her when I'm in that zone. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, and we went partying one night and hit hard. Like, I never really took any drugs before. Yeah. And I was doing so much coke. It was ridiculous. Like, I was feeling heart palpitations. Yeah, right. It was pretty bad. Yeah, you were just... You, it was uh, it was party it time. It was fucking yeah. party time. Let's ignore the life that I'm living and just yeah, say okay. Like, I was yeah. not in a good headspace. Yeah, I didn't I fucking care. really get that. I didn't care what would happen to me or anything. It was like a little bit of attention-seeking as well now, now that I look back on it, which is really bad. Yeah. But it's okay for me to recognise now and I should forgive myself now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in that moment, it was so bad and we got so fucked up and then she was pointing out all these pretty guys and all these attractive guys and they were so bad for me and I knew they were so bad. I was like, but <laughs> I knew they were bad and that was the problem. Yeah. And I was, then I was like, I know how to make him jealous. And I went... Oh, No. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't even a thing and I felt awful. I went and slept with this big muscular dude that's not even my type. Yeah. But he was the, the complete opposite of what Clance was. Yeah, from memory, you like these like pretty boys. Like yeah. the skinny pretty boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Um and I went for the complete opposite and he like he had nothing to talk about and I didn't even care. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was so toxic Sorry, and so bad. That. that is so <laughs> like, right. I didn't even care. I, I, I didn't even I didn't even care. Oh like, he couldn't God. even hold a conversation. And usually, like, pisses me off because I'm intelligent and I like the intelligent conversations and Yeah, of course. And, stuff. Yeah. and I just didn't care at that point. I was like, whatever, just take me home. Like, well. let's just go fuck. Yeah. Like, hey, that's was, what happens. It was so bad. And yeah. then I called Clancy the next morning to come wow. pick me up. From his house. From his house. You are wild. You're fucking wild. Dude. As if you did that. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that's how bad and oh toxic no. I got. Wow. It was so fucking bad. And that's and he almost was going to and his housemate had to talk him out of it. And I was like, good on your housemate, because I fucking I needed you not to pick me up. Because yeah. that's not okay. Yeah, look, it that showed <laughs> you a real boundary that you needed to be shown at that set that moment in time. Yeah. You know? That's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really get where you're coming from with this shit though. You do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. like I, I felt so awful and I knew, like, after the fact, I knew what I was really doing. Yeah. Not in it. Like, in it, I was just being a, being a toddler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just throwing tantrums. Mm-hmm. 
and literally just like being a total throwing tantrums and just like don't care about anyone else but myself right now. Yeah, you're just in this like weird headspace. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll touch I'll I'll briefly touch on something I, I did as well, but um, yeah, you get in this headspace where you're just it's like when you're hungry and you need food or something. Yeah, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna go get a fucking quarter pound of meal. <laughs> You know, and that's all you can think about. And you don't think about the fact that you've just been dieting for six months yeah. or like, um, I know that maybe you shouldn't have got a quarter pound of milk. Yeah. Maybe you should have went to another burger place that's called yeah. Burgers and <laughs> yeah. then should eat Hungry Jacks. So, I don't know. Yeah. But like, um, that's the, that's what you get. And I, I remember um, with my addiction, my sex addiction, it got so bad to the point one time where I would just be sleeping with girls like I'll sleep over, sleep with her in the morning, and then by lunchtime I'm already at another date and taking that girl back to her yeah. place, and I'm doing like two. Sometimes like my worst day is probably three. Oh my god! And like in the one day, and I'm just like, <laughs> I know it's not good. Um, but you don't think about the not, you're not good thinking part about that it. part. You're just thinking, oh yeah, it's that's kind of sick. like validation almost. You do, yeah. You're just craving that yeah. validation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, no, I am good looking. I am good enough. Yeah. I could do that, so I must be. Yeah. You don't ever think about, like, that's a really fucking shit thing to do to someone. Yeah. You know? And then I'll, ju- I'll justify it in my head, though. I'll be like, oh, but they know. Yeah. I told them, so that's fine. That's literally what I did, too, because I mm-hmm. said to him, like, but we're just friends. Yeah. Like, we're so not that official. validates you. Yeah. Yeah, that makes you feel okay with you doing yeah. it. Yeah. And until I started catching feelings, and that was mm-hmm. like, I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. I should stop doing this stuff. Yeah. I care about this dude. <laughs> well, that's really sweet <laughs> that you found him though. And so yeah. you're out of the industry now. Yeah. And you're, you're happier. Oh, so much happier. Yeah. So much happier. I've gone through so much therapy. Yeah. Like to work out how I got there in the first place, mm-hmm. which is the main problem. Like it's not just the industry itself. It's yeah. like, how the fuck did I end up in that scenario? Yeah. How the fuck did I end up on bookouts running away from men? Yeah. Like... You know what I mean? Like, how did I get there? Yeah, you want to find so, out the real stuff. Yeah, the real stuff. So, what's the trauma that I went through where I have this love-hate for men mm-hmm. and women? Like, And I hate the thing of every stripper's got daddy issues. It's not, well, her dad let her down. Yeah, it could just be a strong male figure in her life even. Or yeah. whatever it is, an ex-partner. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I understand what they mean by the daddy issues thing because, yeah. it, but at the end of the day, we're all doing the same shit, yeah. you know. Like, you might be looking for your mum as a man, <laughs> you know, that's what happens. You're looking for the same, even if yeah. you don't realize it, you're looking for the same personality, fucking traits, yeah, all that stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, we just can't help it. That's what we learn to love as children. Yeah. And we think that that's how you receive and give love anyway. So It's what you're used to. It's that nurture yeah. versus nature thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So having come from the, in, the industry and really doing a lot of therapy, I feel like mm. falling pregnant yeah. with, an, like a, with a partner um, who really understood where I was coming from yeah. with my mental health and really helped me ground me um, made me wake up. Yeah. Like, I was like, I need to get my life sorted. I've got a child coming to the world. I don't want my child to have the life that I had. Yeah. And I really got to change. They, it's like a 
true thing. It's like a generational trauma. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. I've got to break that cycle. Yeah. So I've done so much hard work. I've done over six months of DBT, which is dialectical yeah. behavior training, because my diagnosis is BPD. I'm on the spectrum from autism. Yeah. Um, and I do have ADHD as well, which mm-hmm. explains a lot of the stuff that I did. <laughs> yeah. A lot of yeah. the stuff that I did and the way I acted when I was drunk or high. Um, yeah. And so I've done a lot of that therapy and I'm doing CBT now, which is cognitive behavior training which mm-hmm. is part of anxiety um because a lot of it is based by your anxiety first yep. anxiety starts off and then it just falls down like dominoes yeah. from yep. there on so it's been really helping me um and talking about my trauma as well from a child and mm-hmm. it, yeah all the healing that i've done helps so much helps hey? so much yeah and i'm so proud of myself from where i've come to now like Good. the amount of work that I have done to get to where I am has been fucking hard. The yeah. amount of people that judged me when I became a stripper and weren't actually there for me. Like mm-hmm. my own family cut me off from seeing my nieces because they thought I would teach my two-year-old niece how to be a stripper. Like, come on. Yeah. Honestly. We love She's each other She's going to twerk herself away. Yeah. <laughs> own damn self. <laughs> Don't worry about getting yeah. these in uni. <laughs> Just like, strip on a pole. Yeah, right. Um, we, we have a great relationship now, but then when I need people the most... Mm-hmm. They all just judged me and fucked off. Like I was showing all of the warning signs. Like especially towards the end when I was super suicidal and I'm going to try not to get too emotional. It's okay. But even the warning signs where I was so suicidal of cutting everyone off, doing the awful phone calls, Mm -hmm. trying to push people away and just going silent on social media and everything and not being myself, the signs were there. Yeah. And um, it was enough to push everyone away. Yeah. Um, and Clancy was the only one that was like there and looking straight through that crap. Yeah, he saved your life, really. He saved my life. And so did your kid. Yeah. Yeah, they saved my life. That's something special. Yeah. When I, um, when I found out I was pregnant, uh, when I saw the tests on the sink, because, you know, like I've had miscarriages before, mm-hmm. like I had my twins. Mm-hmm. I became so emotional. I was like, oh, my God. Like... <laughs> Fuck, like, am I going to miscarry yeah, again? Yeah, I don't want to do that again. Don't want to go through it. Yeah, or is this it? Mm-hmm. And so um, I didn't want to tell Clancy when I felt pregnant either. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I was like, fuck, we haven't been dating long enough. Like, I'm just <laughs> going to run off and have this kid on my own because, like, I don't want to ruin his life. Yeah, okay. That's how much of a people please. You still felt guilty. Yeah. Felt I f- guilty. I felt yeah, guilty. Right. I felt so guilty. Um, because I've got to take my pill, like, four hours late. Only... Four yeah, right. hours late. So yeah, I'm it's like, never at 100% anyway. Yeah, but like, mm. come on. Like, it was four hours. Give me a break. You know, it's funny though, because <laughs> in my experience knowing you, I probably yeah. would never have been able to sit down and have a conversation like this with you back then. No, fuck no. And um, on top of that, um, I think it's happened at the right time in your life. Yeah. You know, like, you, people say, I think we were talking about earlier, like, uh, you got to get out your system. Yeah, I don't think it's about that. I think it's about um, people go through certain stages of their life yeah. and certain growth cycles. 100%. And um, it just seemed like at that time, it's exactly what you needed. Hundred percent. I yeah. was, I was not okay. Yeah. I was not doing well. Like I was in hospital so many times. My family only know about the one time when I was in hospital after suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't know about which they're going to find out now. But I actually if they watch it, <laughs> if they watch it, I did clinically die. Yeah, wow. For a few okay. minutes after an overdose. Jesus Christ. Um, and thank whoever, the doctors, nurses. I feel like it's a little bit of 
whatever's out there that yeah. saved me because I have knowledge. So I know how much to take yeah. of things. Um, and they brought me back. And mm. then a few months later, I meet Clancy. Yeah, right. And then I'm starting to really think about all my actions. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, I've just slept with someone else. Why did I sleep with someone else? What the fuck? Oh, I like this guy. I'm just doing this self-sabotage thing. And but at the same time, yeah. if you never did that, yeah. maybe it come up later. You know, like yeah. when you were having another bad day, mm-hmm. but you guys are more serious. And now yeah. it doesn't happen at all. No, and yeah. that's what I mean. Like It sounds like everything you're saying, it all just have sort of happened at the exact right time for you. Yes. And it all just sort of worked out, you know. Yeah, it did. And I'll never forget that day when I was pregnant. I yeah. became so like something changed inside of me. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, obviously I've got hormones running through me. But something <laughs> psychology, I was, psychological, I was like, I'm a mother. Yeah. Like, I need to behave like a mother. I need to protect this child. Yeah. And everyone else around me was talking about abortion. Yeah, okay. Because Clancy and I didn't know each other that well. And everyone was like, you're off the deep end. Like, yeah. you're mentally not okay. You're trying to commit suicide not long ago. Like, how can you have a kid? And I kept trying to explain to everyone. I was like, I feel different. Yeah. Like, something's clicked inside of me. Just give me a chance. Yeah. Just trust me. I'm not going to lie. When I first found out, I was like, oh my God, that's fucking, that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I was really <laughs> worried. I was like, this is not going to turn out good at all. Yeah. And you know, I got to bite my tongue because it's just not like that at all. And it yeah. just turned out that it's, um, it was the best thing that happened. It was absolutely the best thing yeah. that happened. I threw myself into therapy ASAP. Yeah. Um, and I gave Clancy the chances to like, the chances, choices too of, <laughs> Chance. You have so many chances. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> uh, choices of you can stay yeah. and we can be a family. You can leave and you can have nothing to do with the child and I won't chase yeah. you for child support because mm-hmm. this is my body, my decision. Yeah. Or you can be involved in the child's life and we cannot be in a relationship because I get that we haven't been together for that long. Yeah. We don't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. You're wanting to do uni and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. And I gave him those choices and I was honest about those choices. I was ready to move in with my friend, Tia, or move in with my mum. Like, I had options. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, he was like, let's try and be a family. And it hasn't been easy. Yeah. Okay. It has not been easy. Like, it has been fucking rough. I went through postnatal depression and so much Yeah, crap. yeah. Um, and this guy just sounds like it's some dynamite dude. He's just <laughs> doing it whatever. He's just like... <laughs> Well, he really, this man really loves you. <laughs> he really does. and But he, he has his own trauma as well. So yeah. we can really connect in that way. Yeah. Um, and really understand each other's bullshit. Yeah. And just get straight to it. We haven't really had the honeymoon stage. Yeah. We've okay. never had the honeymoon stage. We've yeah. just been straight to the bullshit. Yeah. Right. Like straight to it. Because we've been in bad relationships. So he's been cheated on and lied to and things and manipulated. Yeah. So he just cut straight to the crap. Mm-hmm. And I cut straight to the crap, which works well. But then sometimes it doesn't because it's like we're seeing things that aren't really there. Yeah, but I know what you mean. <laughs> but then we got to wait a while for it to cool down and then come together and then we talk civilly about it and things like that. So, um, But it has been really good to have a partner like him and I'm so grateful and thankful for him to be a part of my life and to save me, give me Finn as well. If That's it wasn't so him, great. I wouldn't have Finn. That's so amazing. And I wouldn't have worked on myself as hard as I am right now if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Like. I'm going through some shit, like yeah. daily trying to work through my thoughts, my yeah. intrusive thoughts and things um, and my behaviours and picking up on the toxic traits and recognising the toxic behaviours that I've got from my parents that have just been um, naturally brought into me like yeah. because that's the environment I've been around. Mm-hmm. Like it's not my personality, it's just 
nature. Yeah. The environments that I've been in. So I'm having to work on that and see all that. Um, and he says, which is really nice to hear. He says, I'm a great <laughs> mother and I'm very patient with my son, Finn. Yeah. Because I, um, I remember with me being a child, like whenever I had tantrums and stuff, I would just be literally restrained. Or thrown into a bedroom. Okay. So I, I yeah. wasn't able to like express my emotions or even go through what I'm going through. Yeah. So I've learnt that with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, everyone comments about how happy he is. And That's like, fantastic. And he's like, he's happy. He's hitting all these milestones. Um, and we have a great relationship. Like he calls out for me. So now he says mama and it's so freaking adorable. <laughs> I die on the inside. It's so cute. Even though yeah. like in the mornings now, he's teething right now in like 3 a.m. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. But I still love you. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so grateful for the life that I'm, I'm living now and I've come a fucking long way and I've had so many haters along the way, like so yeah. many people that judged me. Um, and look, I get it. Like I knew who I was before him. Yeah. Like you said, like yeah. you've got to bite your tongue now, but... I do, yeah. Um, before, um, like, yeah, I'm one of those people that I will was. say it though. Yeah. <laughs> you saw where I was before and, yeah. I, and I get it. Um, and I was stigmatised hard like yeah. when i told people my diag- my diagnosis as well um when i finally came out about it everyone was like fuck you're crazy yeah right i'm not gonna be friends it's with not you. good is it it's no. not healthy people doing that shit no and i'm like and you're perfect yeah no one is how like yeah. i know the shit that you're lying to your girlfriend about exactly like, that's like yeah this, this is a certain person that i have to with, <laughs> <but> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah you know who you are no. yeah. <laughs> um that like people judge me constantly. Like some of Clancy's mm. mates like judge me from the, from the beginning because he knocked up a stripper. Like I wasn't I wasn't a girl that he. Yeah, slept if you with. look at this from like a outsider's perspective, yeah. with nothing, and we just completely objectify everyone in the scenario. Yeah, looks bad. It looks bad. Yeah, yeah. Like you knocked up a stripper, but you don't see and the part where like you guys connected on like this deep level. Yeah, and had understanding and could actually sit there and talk about old traumas together yeah. and just be accepting of one another yeah. without having all this fucking, like, construct bullshit. Because that's all this yeah. is, is. It's our own personal human construct of yeah. crap. Yeah. You know, that's powerful. People yeah. get very jealous over that crap too, though. Yeah. That's all it is. You just got to chalk it up to that. That's true. Casey, it's, <laughs> I tell you what, it's an absolute pleasure having you on. And um, for anyone that found this episode in any way traumatic or needs to talk to someone i'm gonna have some links um we can call i have ones that i've used before i know they're good mm-hmm. saved my life before um it's always possible to change your life around and it's okay to be in whatever field you're in um as long as you're growing yeah, go yeah, grow. and just be okay with who you are. Forgive yeah. yourself. Yeah, forgive absolutely. Your, like forgive your old, like old situations that you're in, your old behaviors and things that you recognize now. Forgive yourself because you're just yeah. doing what you knew what to do at the time to survive. Exactly, you're doing the best thing for you at that time. Yeah, and that's a completely okay. Yes, and it's just a, and all we can do is learn. Yeah. We're all fucking kids here, really. Yeah. You know, you know that's <laughs> what it is. We're all just children. Yeah. Maybe when I'm 80, I'll say something different. <laughs> <laughs> if I make it that. <laughs> if you make it that, yeah. come on, Kai. <laughs> no, I'm going to die old as shit. I'm going to be an old, creepy man. I know it already. I've got a ball gagged numb on my arm and I'm going to have all these other big tattoos and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. 
guys, thanks so much for watching and listening. Um, please follow and um, subscribe to all the things. Comment, send us a message on Instagram. We can still be friends. Podcast, uh, Facebook as well. Leave us a review on Apple Music if you haven't done it. And um, if you want to come on the show, you're always welcome to. So um, if you're interested in that, send me a message. That's going to be interesting. I don't want anyone to be boring. Don't be <laughs> fucking boring, please. Okay? There's a life first. Yeah, do some fun shit. Or I don't know. Have something cool to talk about. <laughs> Love you guys. And um, we can still be friends, eh? Still be friends. We can still be friends. Still be friends. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Thank See you later. You. See you later, guys. Bye.